In this episode, you'll learn the secret strategy that churches, ministries, and brands have been using to significantly increase their following and outreach without needing to bribe people to do so. You've got a dream to glorify God and make your mark on the world. Maybe you want to grow a business, start a ministry, or become a better servant leader. Whichever level in life you want to hit, I believe that God's calling all of us towards something greater than where we are now. So join me as I document my journey to learn how to grow an online ministry in ways that are effective, biblical, and aren't stuffed with complicated religious or business mumbo jumbo. My name is Alec Hassan, and welcome to the Digital Ministry Mastermind Podcast. Hey, what is going on, Current Christian family? It is Alec here. I hope you guys have been having a fantastic week and an even more wonderful year at the time that I'm uploading this episode. We are, oh man, for the most part, smack dab in the middle of 2021, and we only got six more months left. But anyway, I just want to start this episode off by addressing the elephant in the room. That's right. The parable of the shrewd manager is a weird one. <laughs> if you haven't read this parable, it can be found in Luke chapter 16. And even if you did read it, but you might not remember what it is, I'm just going to quickly summarize it for you. So the parable of the shrewd manager basically goes like this. There was a rich guy who had someone manage his money. And this rich guy was told that this manager wasn't doing his job too well. You know, he wasn't managing the money properly. So the rich man decides to fire the manager. And as soon as the manager realized that, you know, he was going to be tanked pretty much, uh, he, he noticed he was in a really tough spot and he wanted to make sure that he basically wouldn't go homeless after being fired. So what the manager decided to do was something really crazy. He decided to drastically reduce the debts that all these people owed to the rich man. And the reason why he did this was in hopes that these people whose debts were reduced would you know, be kind to this manager later on. And by the end of the story, you know, the rich man basically admired the manager for being so quick on his feet to basically build these good reputations with people who could, I guess, you know, help him out later on. Now, when you read this story, there's a very common question that comes. And that question is, does, is Jesus basically condoning bribing people? And in short, <clears throat> spoiler, no. <laughs> so what the deeper meaning is that Jesus is trying to point out here is that we got to be wise with our wealth and authority in order to secure our own home, not necessarily a home here on earth, but a home in heaven. So, you know, the shrewd manager, he was worried that he was going to be homeless after losing a job. So what he did was build these good relationships so that he could at least like maybe have a place to stay after he got fired. And since I can assume that most, if not all of us, um, are followers of Jesus, then, you know, you shouldn't be too concerned with the idea of securing a home in heaven since Jesus has basically got us covered. You know, Jake from State Farm right there up in heaven for, for us. So then, how does this message of the shrewd manager apply to our business or ministry? Well, for many of you, after listening to the last podcast episode, um, I've gotten some messages asking what advice I have for getting on other influencers, podcasts, or blogs. And if you haven't listened to that last episode, you know, I highly recommend you do so. Just pause this real quick, go back, take a listen, come back here. But anyway, so you guys wanted to know if there's some special way of asking people to be guests on their show. And well, you know, there's no secret trick or 
strategy to, to really employ, but there are always ways to improve your chances of at least getting on someone's podcast or getting someone to like allow you to, to speak to their audience. And we need to be like the shrewd manager and use what we have to build a relationship and secure a spot in that influencer's quote unquote home, so to speak. So I just want to be clear. I'm not saying that we are to bribe people. We're not, I'm not saying that we're to bribe influencers so that we can be on their page or on their YouTube channel or whatever. Like, sure, some, some channels, like, they offer deals where you can pay them to be on their show, but not only can that be very costly, it's also very easy to spot the insincerity, insincereness of uh, the dialogue going on between the interviewer and the interviewee when the person is basically being paid to be there. So what I'm talking about is something different. You know, I'm talking about actually building a relationship with this other person in the hopes that, you know, you two can work together to provide value to each other's audiences. And relationships, you know, they take a lot of time to form and it requires a lot of value up front. You know, you got to put that, give that value up front first. And it's, to be honest, not going to guarantee that they're even going to repay you back. In fact, you know, don't really, don't expect people to pay you back at least in the short term or, you know, in the, in the immediate moment. Because like any relationship, you know, it's not transactional. You know, you can't send an influencer or an expert some free stuff and expect something in return. I know with my book, Planting Your Purpose, I sent it to a bunch of people, a bunch of church leaders, influencers, and stuff like that. One person had even said like, yo, I see you're writing a book. Can you send me that book? I'll be sure to like review it on my channel. I was like, yeah, sure. And I sent him the book. He's never... They never posted it or whatever, and I reached out, and they're like, oh, yeah, sorry, I'm busy, and, you know, it happens. And I'm just telling you that because, you know, you might need to expect something similar to happen as well. But long story short, you know, everything that you're doing is out, should be out of the goodness of your heart to provide value to them. So ideally, you want to try and build these relationships with people whose audiences are full of people who are your ideal customers. So these people that you're trying to build a relationship with are probably, you know, some some big influencer in a specific niche. And if they're an influencer in that niche, you know, they're likely not too easy to get in contact with. But what I'm going to be sharing with you, and it is a little bit of a strategy, um, you know, with the strategy I'm going to be providing to you, you're going, it's not going to guarantee results, but it's drastically going to improve your chances of being noticed, or at least is going to increase your chances of starting a relationship with that person. But before I tell you this strategy, I want to emphasize the importance of first building a relationship before asking for anything in return. And I've actually got two really amazing stories here about how building a relationship first is the difference between making a dollar or making a thousand dollars. And this is a true story right here. So I had someone who I knew back in high school, like I wasn't really close friends with them or anything, but I knew them from high school. They messaged me on Facebook. And the message started out like super short and sweet. You know, it was the typical like, hey, bro, you know, it's been a while. How you doing, man? And I was like, oh, hey, what's going on? And, you know, I didn't know him too well. So you, you might be knowing where this conversation was going to go. But progressively, the conversation went on. And then they asked if I could donate money to a project that they were starting up. And since I haven't spoken to the person in years, you know, I was kind of hesitant to give any money. But I was like, you know what? Sure. Like, 
I don't have a lot of money on me at the moment, but you know, I knew if I was in the same situation, like any amount would have been nice. So I gave them, I gave them a dollar. It wasn't much, but it was something. And then in contrast to that, I gave someone who I had never met before a thousand dollars. And you might be like, whoa, <laughs> Wait, you're telling me that this guy who you kind of knew back in high school asked for a little bit of money and you gave him a dollar, but then you gave someone who you've never met before a thousand dollars? Why? Why did you do that, dude? <laughs> well, the reason I did that is because this person actually took the time to provide me value and guidance without expecting anything in return. And uh, I'm not going to give any specific names here, but you know, this guy, he, he would interact with my posts online. He would message me cool articles and advice. And plus, he was always posting very interesting, influential stuff as well. And then when time went on and him and I were building a, a deeper relationship online, the time was right where I needed a coach for me in my ministry. And I thought, hey, this is the, the he, here's the guy. This is, this is a, gr a great guy that I can turn to because I trusted him. So you see, that's the importance of building a relationship first. And this strategy that I've learned from other companies and brands and even churches, it's helped them to significantly increase their following and outreach simply because they've built relationships first. Now, right out the gate, the first thing that you should do is identify the people whose audiences are full of your ideal customers. So these can be major influencers or people who have a slightly greater following than you do. And you know those people may be a little bit easier to get in contact with, especially like if you don't have that big of a following because if they have a slightly bigger following, they're probably not being bombarded with a lot of stuff online anyway. So you should seek out and, and just list out as many of these influencers, influencers or experts as you can. And I've heard stories of people listing out a hundred to like well over 300 people with the hopes of building a relationship with just one of those people. So shoot, if you could write out a hundred people, then great. Uh, but you know, but try your best to not write out any less than 20 names. Now, the second thing is, the second thing that you're gonna do is follow those people, not just on Instagram, not just on Twitter, but on every single platform that you can think of that they are on. You know, even subscribe to their email lists if they have one. Because from this point moving forward, you know, you're no longer or you shouldn't be going on social media anymore just to be like consuming content. What you're going to be doing from this point moving forward is either being a producer of content or you're going to closely watch those people who you've written down and started following on your list. Because, again, you want to build a relationship with them. And the thing that's pretty cool is you're going to get to know them through the content that they produce. You know, a good rule of thumb is that you should probably spend about like 15 minutes twice a day interacting with their content. But, you know, be sure to interact with content that actually resonates with you too. So if you try to comment on everything, not only will that just be super overwhelming for you, but it's quickly going to come across as like being ingenuine. You know, people can tell if you're just being like, awesome, bro, thumbs up, you know, like they can tell when comments aren't really sincere. And as you're interacting with their content, you know, you're going to be also keeping an eye out for ways that you can serve them freely. An easy way that 
you can actually do that is just to like share their content or share their products. Shoot, you could even buy their products. That way you can get to know them on an even deeper level. And then you can mention why you like that product or you can mention why you like their um, social media pages. You know, tag them in the post. People love that. People like being praised. So, you know, keep that in mind because you're not asking them to do anything for you at this point. You know, you're just sharing the stuff that they're sharing and then they're liking it because it's like, oh, wow, look at this guy. He's like expanding my own outreach and I'm not even having to do anything. So, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's gonna, that's gonna get you a lot of recognition. And now the third thing that you can do, and I've slightly hinted to it a second ago, but you know, actually like what you should do is actually like buy their products or their services. You know, buying or purchasing from them, you'll get to see how that person interacts with their customers. And you will now like be on their email list. And for the most part, a lot of businesses and churches um, or ministries, as soon as you get to that deeper level of going from a consumer to a customer, it's like the interaction is way different and it'll be interesting and insightful for you to see how that interaction is different. So this list it is very important to get on because again, you know, influencers and experts, they're going to, they'll likely send you information about upcoming events or future products before they're, they're made public. And this means that you can be one of the first people to voice your thoughts or even contribute your value to making that launch, that product launch or whatever, even a greater success. And that also means you're likely to be heard and even recognized over all these other people who are just simply liking and sharing their posts. Now, last thing, I know I've given you like a whole, whole lot of stuff. I know this is very overwhelming stuff, but the last thing they should be looking to do is answer this question. And it's simple. What problem are they not able to solve? Because if there is anything that you can freely offer that might help them solve it, then you should do that. Because I don't know about you, but like, shoot, if I have a problem and someone comes up and they're like, hey, I, I see you have this problem or I see you're struggling with this challenge. Can I help you with that? And it's like, oh, um, I don't know how much it's going to cost me. It's like, nah, it's not going to cost you anything. I'll do it for free. It's like if someone did that for me, I'd be like, whoa, immediately puts them at the top of my list of just like awesome people to hang out with. So basically that right there, all that stuff that I was saying is the basic method of being recognized by the influencers or the experts who you want to build a relationship with. And what I just shared, you know, coupled with what I talked about in my previous podcast episodes is bound to get you recognized, especially if you do it consistently and genuinely. However, this is something that really should not be put off. You know, the shrewd manager had to be fired in order to get his own wake-up call. And you certainly don't want to be in that same position when you, like, desperately need the help of others, but you haven't built those relationships with others. You know, that's not the time. When you need those relationships, that is not when you should start building those relationships. So, you know, as the saying goes, the best time to start planting a tree was 10 years ago. <laughs> The second best time to plant a tree is right now. So get started. Make that list, follow those people, interact with their content, and look for ways to serve them. And I want to know, how are you doing on your journey to grow your business, to grow your ministry? Let me know. Um, you can shoot me a DM on Instagram, at The Current Christian. And also, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, then 
what are you doing? Subscribe and shoot. If you liked any of this content or any of the content in prior episodes, I invite you to please share this with a friend or a church family member who you think would really benefit from this. And remember, God's calling all of us towards something greater than where we are now. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you in the next episode. Are you a Christian leader looking to develop the skills needed to maximize the fruitfulness in your daily walk with Christ? Do you want to overcome the burden of not living life to the fullest and fully step into your God-given calling? If you do, then you should get a copy of my book, Planting Your Purpose, a 20-day guide to discover God's calling. It's not just another devotional book. Planting Your Purpose is your 20-day guide that will provide you with the strategies, tools, and insights to turn things around immediately. You will learn how to avoid the top five mistakes Christians make when pursuing their calling in life. You'll develop more joy in your walk with Jesus and unlock the secrets to mastering integrity. And by the end of 20 days, not only will you know your calling, but you'll have an even greater sense of fulfillment and confidence in your life. Everywhere, Christians are raving about this amazing new guide to discover their God-given calling. Get your copy by clicking the link in the show notes or by going to plantingyourpurpose.com. That's plantingyourpurpose.com.